Hello, and welcome to Anime Territory. This is episode 67. I am your host this week, Benjamin Shabbing, and with me as always is my co-host, Johnny Mystic Eyes of Depth Perception Ruha. Depth Perception. Yeah. Okay. I can't give you death perception. That's too cool. It's true. It's very true. It is very cool. So uh, we're talking episodes three and four. Epimovies. Sorry. Epimovies. <laughs> or movie sodes, which is what you said, which is way better than what I said. But I said epimovies first. A movie sodes is so much better. Anyways, we're talking movie sodes. Sorry. Epimovies. Thank you. Three and four of Garden of Sinners. The Garden of Sinners. The Garden of Sinners. That's all right. I said in the last one, I'm going to keep calling it Garden of Sinners because the V just makes it seem weird. The Garden of Sinners? I don't know, man. Garden of Sinners? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll fuck with that. Just want to go right into it? Sure. First impressions? Sure. Go for it. <clears throat> you want to... um, so, well, let's, let's just go ahead and say what they're called first. Go ahead. Uh, number three is Remaining Sense of Pain. Remains. Number four is The Hollow Shrine, or maybe just Hollow Shrine. Um, they are... They're different flavors of Garden of Sinners. So, okay, there's, there's, I would say there are two classic flavors of Garden of Sinners. One is, we've got a case to solve. The other one is, we're learning more about stuff that affects Shiki and like her life and her their their like internal relations so like the overarching mystery is okay what's the deal with Shiki what's going on like so what's that's the deal so that's going to be a study in murder part one that's going to be the hollow shrine that's going to be a study in murder part two okay and maybe paradox spiral as well that it's been too long since I've seen paradox spiral paradox spiral is confusing so oh, great <laughs> And that's the next one. Yep, that's the next one. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um, but so we have one of each this week. So uh, remaining sense of pain doesn't do much to add to the mystery or solve to the mystery of what is going on with Shiki. Um, is she a murderer? Is she being framed? Is she both somehow? <laughs> what's going on there we don't really get very much information in remaining sense of pain other than we learn that her eyes are called mystic or we don't we might not even know that they're called mystic eyes of death perception at that point but we know that she can see the death of things yes um and like interact with it Mm -hmm. uh that much we learn that's really the only thing answered there um and no like mysteries added to it um Hollow Shrine is all about Cheeky, though. So, yes. Um, so we get we get both flavors. Um, I would say they're both great. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much a content warning. There's like rape in the first like minute. Less <laughs> than a episode minute. Episode three. Yeah. It's um, like ten seconds. But yeah, this show is. Uh, if you didn't know from the first two movies, this show's kind of dark. Yes. Uh, it is going to touch on lots of subjects there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think they're great. Those are my first impressions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I agree. These two episodes were real good. Um, so, I don't know. I will rate them a 10 out of 10 so far. Every episode, 10 out of 10. Every episode is 10 out of 10 so far. Sure. I wrote this first episode three is like eight, eight and a half. 
episode four is eight and a half to nine. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm going to probably give Garden of Sinners a ten overall, so I'm just giving it a ten for every episode right now. Okay. If, if it was an episode, unless an episode is like, okay, not that one. But so far we haven't had any of those, so. Okay. It all, it all, it all adds, it all builds. We can't judge it's like the pieces pecan. until we've seen the whole, which I've seen the whole. It's just been a while, so there's a lot of things I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, do we want to say what happens in these? I mean, I was assuming we would. Okay, well then do that. Okay, so episode three is basically an episode about Asagami Fujino. Yep. She is a high school student, basically a classmate from Mikia's sister. Yeah, it is a classmate of Mikia's sister. Maybe not in the same grade level. Mm-hmm. So we start, she's getting raped yep. by this group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut, and the whole group basically die. Except they were murdered, except for one dude. So, what is it? Mikia ends up trying to, unknowingly, is trying to find that guy through a different doesn't reason. know that the cases are related. Mm-hmm. And Asagami is also trying to find the guy because she wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. I will say, the reason that Mikia is trying to find him is that uh, his boss, Toko, was like, yeah, I'm broke, so yeah. you got to find your own money. You're not getting a paycheck this month. He's like, but we just deposited like $10 million into your account. He's like, uh, well, first of all, it was only like $1 million something. Second of all, I've already spent it on this Ouija board. <laughs> The spirit board from a hundred years ago. Was it worth it? Probably not. <laughs> but it's cool. But I've got it. Maybe there's something here. Oh well, I'm broke. Can I borrow some money from you? He's like, no. Uh, so he goes to borrow money from a high school friend of his, who was the guy that was in the judo club in episode two. Okay. Um, and that friend's like, yeah, I'll give you some money, but I know you're like a detective or whatever. This. Um, this underclassman of ours has been missing. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to go... Turns out, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the uh, the consensus of this movie is that uh, we may not feel much remorse when terrible people die, but ultimately it's... We don't want them to die is what Mikia yeah. kind of is like. That's I, the whole thing. Mikia is just like, yeah, he's a I, I, yeah. He, I just don't want anybody to be murdered. Yeah. He's like, I realize like I don't have <laughs> any positive emotions towards those people, but mm-hmm. I'm still going to help them is sort of where Mikia's had like a fight with his parents. So he's like cut off and stopped to him since. Yeah. I don't might. know if that comes up later, but it's something to do. It's something to note. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That might be related to Shiki. I know his sister hates Shiki. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think there's just a thing where his family members just don't like Shiki. Okay, I get it. They're wrong, but I get it. <laughs> I understand where they're coming from, but they're wrong. Their conclusions okay. are wrong. Damn, the plot I wrote is just all spoiler for stuff that happens. That's fine. We're spoilers. Okay, so they're investigating these murders. They basically know it's Asagami somehow. We learn why they know later. Yeah, the her dad was like, yep, 
that's that twisting. That's something that my daughter can do. Mm-hmm. We thought it was sealed. It's unleashed. She's going on a murder spree. Just take her down. Yes. So we learn Asagami has a power. She can... They call she it is. bending. She has mystic eyes of distortion. Which, again, they call it bending. Yeah, yeah. We should note we're, we are watching fan subs. <clears throat> Legally, of course. Come on, we were going to mention that. That's fine. So if they use some other term in Crunchyroll. Okay. I don't know. But, uh... But yeah, she's basically just able to bend people's bodies. Twists. Twists. Uh, from from reading how it works. Oh, yeah, you read how it works. <laughs> she creates an axis of rotation in in the air. And then she can bend some... With her right eye, she can bend it one way. And her left eye, she can bend it the other way. And then it, like, twists the body parts there. Mm-hmm. Um, go on. Okay. So we learned she has the power... Shiki goes out looking for her to like kill her because mm-hmm. she's super powerful. They can't have her doing this. Also, there's a scene where she thinks that Asagami has like a thirst for murder now, so mm-hmm. she won't stop until yeah, maybe she... never, but at least until the guy they're looking for or that she's looking for is dead due to like trauma. But that happens. Um, what is it? We learned that Asagami's power was hidden because her father gave her like medicine when she was a kid that yeah. like stopped it, but it gave her insensitivity to pain. Yeah. So she, she can't feel pain. Yeah. She just does not have like a sense of touch, basically. And then basically, when she was getting raped, it somehow got unlocked. Yep. We think it got unlocked by that. Yeah, it was. But uh, it was actually appendicitis. Well, so or was the appendicitis caused by that? Hit? So the there's two nights you're, okay. you're getting things. So there's two nights. On one night, the sense of pain got unlocked because she got hit in the back by a baseball bat, okay. and it like jolted her nervous system, and the sensitivity to pain came back. Okay. Then on it, then it, the insensitivity slowly came back. So the next night, she thought she got stabbed, but her insensitivity to pain has been flaring up. Mm-hmm. Like it comes and goes. And it just so happened that she had appendicitis and thought that she was stabbed in the stomach. And really it was the appendicitis pain that just everything was timed wrong. Um, Cause the appendicitis would have been there all along that day. And then just her insensitivity, her insensitivity to pain went away. Like right as the guy was attempting to stab her. Okay. So the appendicitis pain was all of a sudden there. Okay. She thought it was from the stab because it was badly timed, but really she never got stabbed. Mm-hmm. She's just had... It was all just timed wrong. Gotcha. Yeah, but that unlocked her powers. So now she's using them. Yep. And she got a taste for murder. And Shiki has to stop her. Um, and then Mikia obviously doesn't want them to kill her because he... I don't know. It's Mikia. What is his deal? Mikia doesn't want Shiki to murder anybody. Okay. So he's like, don't murder her. <laughs> um, and don't get hurt. Okay. And Shiki's like, I'll try. <laughs> gotcha. No guarantees, but... Because, like, Mikia goes on. 
he's the one who kind of learns about all of, of uh, Fujino's backstory. Yeah, because yeah. he like investigates. Yeah, he um, he goes to like her hometown and talks to like the doctor that prescribed her the medicine and um, just some people that knew her. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, okay, this is what's going on. We have to stop. Well, he wants to stop Shiki from killing Fujino. Yeah. yeah. Because when he gets back, she's already on the lookout. But yep. Um, then we get the confrontation on the bridge. Which is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a real good scene. And then once uh, Shiki, this is so he, I guess here's another thing that an, was answered in this episode was like, this is where Shiki loses her arm. Yep. Um, I will note that in episode one, they did mention like the the incident with Fujino Asagami like in passing. Okay. Uh, I think as reference to you already broke the arm I gave you. It's only been like a month or two since mm-hmm. the Asagami Fujino uh, debacle. So, so it was set up. Get an answer to that question from episode one, which nobody remembered because it was one throwaway line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get a really cool bridge scene where they fight. Like Shiki gets obviously gets hurt. She loses her arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, she doesn't like get it chopped off, but she's like can't. Yeah, use it she anymore. uses her mystic eyes of death perception to kill her arm. Yeah, because um, it's like, well, it's useless to me, so I might as well kill it here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Fujino is like, your your arm was twisted and broken, and you didn't stop. And Shiki's like, yeah, why? Why would I stop? <laughs> it's just an arm. I'm, I'm here to kill you. I'm not gonna stop. You use your power too much. Now I can see yeah. it whenever you then do it. She like finds <laughs> finds out the power, so she's able to like stop it. It's she's, really able, cool. she's able. She's able. She's just like it. stabbing the air. It's like ha, missed me with that shit. It's not that she missed. It's that no, she, she kills it. Yeah, she kills <laughs> she it because it's she can kill anything that's like physical or something. And it's she can, technically she can physical. kill anything that's. Alive, but yeah. the definition of alive gets stretched. Like I think she even says, like, hey, I can like kill time sometimes. She can kill God. Yeah. That's what she says. <laughs> I can even They're kill- like, you can't you can't use your mystic or I guess this is an episode four. It's episode one point four. Like, you can't use your mystic eyes of death perception to kill that. That's a zombie. She's like, it's a living corpse, I can kill it. <laughs> and she does. So, yeah, the definition of living gets stretched pretty tight here. Um I'm especially remembering something in the I want to say the eighth movie where it's just like, what? That counts? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but then she, was it Fujino, like, right before Shiki kills her, unleashes, like, her full powers, I guess. She collapses the bridge. Yeah, so what they basically say is like, oh, yeah, she just all of a sudden gained the use of another magic or mm-hmm. psychic power, which is that she can see, um, uh, like it was like some sort of like divination magic or something. I thought um, they just called it clairvoyance. Clairvoyance, yeah. It's like basically she can see, because she can only see, she can only bend what she sees. Okay. So the fact that she bended the bridge means that she was able to see like outside of those walls. So like okay. she was able to look at the bridge from a different perspective. She from was a able, distance. She was able to basically either mm-hmm. either see 
you know, like x-ray vision style, see outside, or basically just like, no, my vision is coming from this spot outside where I can see the whole bridge, and then I can bend it. I just had a thought. Which... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the thought just a sec. We gotta get up to the point, though. So she does that. She's like uh, on the brink of death because of the appendicitis. Yep. Because it's been like five days. And then Shiki finds her, and you... She, Cheeky's about to kill her. Cheeky stabs her. She stabs her. And then you cut back to Nikia and the Toko. mage, Toko. And Cheeky's just like, yeah, I knew you guys would be here for some reason. But then she tells him that no, I didn't kill her. I killed the disease inside of her. <laughs> I killed I killed the uh, appendicitis. Yeah. Which, does that mean like appendicitis is alive so she was able to kill it? Yep. Is that how that works? Yep. She could just cure cancer? <laughs> Because it's yep. a living cell, so can she kill, can kill it? She can kill a disease. Yep. Dang, she should really like profit on that. Nah, she's not going to do that. She's already from a rich family. Why would she work? That's true. <laughs> Other than to fulfill her hobbies of murder? Oh, for the greater good of humanity? <laughs> nah, she's not interested in that. That's true. She's she's barely interested in the greater goods of Mikia. That's true. She wants to kill him. Just a slight inclination <laughs> is what she says at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Fujino's not dead. Um, Shiki said that sh- her pain intolerance came back Yeah, Shiki doesn't want to kill her when she doesn't have the pain. In- or wh- when she has the pain intolerance, Shiki doesn't want to kill her for some reason. Either like a Shiki doesn't see her as like a person when she doesn't have this insight. Because that's another thing where they're just like... Or it just might be like, she doesn't want to... She actually doesn't want to murder anyone without a reason, maybe? Well, she would rather kill murderers than innocent people. Okay. Is one thing. A second thing would be, you know, like, at that point, either... either Because there's this whole thing... Where they're like, yeah, if you don't have the sensation of touch, you can't like accumulate experience or whatnot. Like you can't, you can't accumulate any feelings, and so you're empty or mm-hmm. you know inside. Which is supposedly Asagami Fujino's, um, what do they call it? A source origin. I'm trying to remember, what do they call that? Wow, it's a type moon thing. Um, Da, 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 da. She um Shikiza's emptiness. Fujino Asigami is nothingness. Because we described the difference. And then um like Shiro from Fate Stay Night is his swords. <laughs> his origin is swords? Yeah. Okay. That's why he's so fucking good at um projection magic for creating swords and why he can have the um Interesting. Why why he has that power, which is a spoiler for Fate, so I guess I won't say why he can use Unlimited Blade Works is because of his origin. His swords. Or blades or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, origin is what they use. So. so emptiness is if you had a cup and it's empty. Nothingness is if you just didn't have a cup. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Uh <laughs> Anyway, so she has an origin of, of nothingness, okay. which I guess, like, when that is there, it's basically like, okay, she's if she can't feel things, 
then she might not even be considered human, in which case Shiki is not interested in killing her. Okay. Um, but I think Shiki also just wants, like, to, first of all, to inflict pain. Like, it wouldn't be any fun. It's like when the, when the guys got tired of raping her at the beginning of the movie. I guess. Because she just didn't react. It's, it's, she, yeah. it's like, ah, it wouldn't be any fun if, if she couldn't feel the pain. It's, it's part of it. It's just weird... Like, rules that Cheeky has that are just sort of like, okay, she won't die if if she's back to not feeling pain. Which okay. You might also just be like, oh, she's sort of harmless when she can't feel pain, too. So, yeah. Not, I, I mean, don't think she don't actually is harmless. I think she can still use all of her powers, but yeah. she's not inclined to when she's not in that, you know, feeling that pain there. So, gotcha. It's like the pain makes her want to use it or like whatever. yeah um yeah that's the episode plot wise um we should note Fujino is in love with Mikia yep because who isn't yeah we're all in love with Mikia mm-hmm. that's we got so let's let's count it here um, it should just be a harem this is technically a harem mm, not really <laughs> I mean there's it doesn't. It doesn't subscribe to any of the tropes of a harem. There's Shiki. There's Shiki. There's Fujino. There's the two nurses. I think those nurses were more just like thought it was adorable. Okay. I don't no, know. I, I don't they, know if they're. I in think love. they thought he was hot. Okay, but I don't think they were in love with him. Nah, I think they were. Okay, Ben, you think that <laughs> they were in love with somebody that they called Puppy Coon. Yep. Well, who doesn't love puppies? All right, you make a point. Make a good point. Or at least a point. Maybe not a good one, but a point. Oh, um, uh, no, we think his sister's in love with him, too. Yeah, and just, the... Just we're assuming that. And the girl from the hospital in the first movie. Oh, yeah, in the first movie. So that's like at least five ladies and a dude. Yeah. That's a harem to me. Again, this is not really... I don't focus on that. It's just like a thing. Okay. Anyways, um, so one thing I want to note is that they said that Fujino and Shiki have the same blood or are like similar blood. Is that just because they both have powers? I think they're both from old families that might be related. Okay. Because they're talking about how like Fujino and Shiki are very similar, but opposites. Yeah. Whereas, like, was it Fujino was born with their powers, but was like they they worked so, to conceal to it, seal it, and then Shiki got her powers, but and then like is unleashed. Yeah, yeah she, Shiki's Shiki's family actively tries to get that trait to show up in their offspring. So like, it didn't work for Shiki's older brother, okay. but it did work for her. Um, she didn't get her eyes until. She didn't get her eyes until okay, later. Okay, so there's a different thing. Well, so the, the power that Shiki has is the, the dual personality. Okay, that's, so that's, that's what they the tried power. to foster. That's what the um, Ryogi family tried to foster in, in all the Okay, offspring. it's not the eyes. So, like, her dad has the same thing where there was, you know, two personalities there. Um, okay. The, the eyes are just from... I, I think they are a side effect... Of male Shiki dying because okay. she was so close to death for so long in that coma, 
and in fact her other self did pass on did die sort of thing um and it, it's also like her personality is slightly different after she wakes up from the coma like mm-hmm. she uses different pronouns that that was the other way that you would tell that male shiki was male shikis he would refer to himself using in japanese there's a a masculine and a feminine i pronoun yeah. so he would use the masculine i pronoun okay um but now you know female shiki who's supposedly the one left is not quite the same as the female shiki that went into the coma she different mannerisms refers to herself slightly differently mm-hmm. so some people theorize it might be like a sort of a combination of the two or, or a, a third a, cheeky yeah you i told you to write down third cheeky so um that is one thing that people theorize but that's not really addressed as if that's okay. actually a different personality than the two we met in episode two or if it's just the one that we met in episode one being slightly different because we're always slightly different people than we were before especially when you're in a coma for two plus years yep true and losing basically a part of yourself literally yep so something in that coma triggered her to get the mystic eyes of death perception because she did not have them before okay she went to the coma is why she freaked out and yeah <laughs> and like tried to pop her eyes out in in episode four mm-hmm. so right, right just before we get to episode four I wrote, what is Shiki's realization at the end? Is it that she just wants to kill Mikia a little bit? Or is there a deeper meaning? Um, and this could be one of those, yes, or... Okay, so you, you we should preface this. You just have a number of questions for me. That the next I'd... episode is just me asking you questions. Yeah, which is, I'm not going to spoil anything, mm. but I will, like say like okay keep thinking along those lines or no that's a dead end don't yeah that doesn't mean anything um i would say i don't really have an answer for this i think the realization that she wants to she says she wants to kill mikia just a little bit is more just her saying like well well at the end of episode two she really wanted to kill mikia she's like i want to kill you she says okay um and in this one, she's like, okay, that's still there. It's not a lot. Or maybe I'm seeing this emotion. I'm, I'm feeling this other emotion. So but it I'm, could just be like she's starting to get some of her old might, emotions it, back or something. It, it might be her getting her old emotions back. It might be her just being like, I don't know, I like you. <laughs> I okay. just want to kill you a little bit. So if she uh, wants to kill you, that means she likes you. Not necessarily, but if she wants to kill you a little bit, then she's got to examine... Well, why just a little bit? Why not full on? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay, one last note. We got to talk about fake class. Okay. <laughs> Driver? Yeah. <laughs> Which, Toko drives a car in this. <laughs> and we're like, man, Driver, that could be a fake class. <laughs> a servant that you can okay. summon. So you we're, you said you were going to just give her, we're going to name some Driver class. Yeah, so you can servants. summon Ryan Gosling's character from Drive. Okay. Um, we can summon the guy from Initial D. Yeah, we can summon um, Ricky Bobby is what you, one you, you mm-hmm. said. I said Ricky Bobby. Um, the baby driver guy. Okay. Um, I was just thinking Jeff Gordon, NASCAR race. Okay, yeah, yeah. Any NASCAR driver. Dale Earnhardt Jr. then, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question for you, and I think I have an answer. Can you summon Lightning McQueen? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say no. 
backpack. He's not really driving. He's just like running. That's his thing. Yeah. Unless you were to like go inside of him. They probably like refer to it as driving at some point in the movies. Yeah, because she says, let's go for a drive. Yeah. But that could just mean their turn for walk. Yeah. But also like he gets driven around like he's in like a semi truck. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like you can't be driven. But man. I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's, can you summon Lightning McQueen as the fake, uh, fake class driver? There should be a subreddit for that, right? Somewhere. Is there like a wrestler that does a lot of pile drivers? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Oh, they could be summoned as a driver. Oh, what about uh, Martin or Morgan Freeman's character from Driving Miss Daisy? Okay, sure. <laughs> or uh, the Green Book guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Trying to think of another like, oh Vin Diesel. There you go. Whatever his Ooh, character's name like, is, he'd be like a five star driver. Yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> he doesn't have any powers beyond that. Being able to drink more Corona than anybody else. Mad Max. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mad Max. Yep. He'd be a five star too. Mm. Okay. So anyway, driver class. Driver class. Got that done. Episode four, which was called Hollow Shrine. You want to talk a little bit about it? Sure. Um, so Shiki wakes up finally. They and then she starts like freaking out when the Mystic Eyes of Death. Yeah, so this takes place on. after episode two. Yeah. So so far of the stuff that we have watched, the chronological order goes two, four, three, one. Okay. Um, I believe it then just goes five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Or five six seven epilogue eight. Um, okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that though. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. Um, the so she wakes up. She is immediately freaking out. Mm-hmm. She like pokes her own eyes, trying to like gouge them out from from them being weird. She gets put on like suicide watch or whatever. You can't have any knives. Um, they bandage her eyes. Um, Mikia can't go visit because of the incident. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't remember Mikia. She remembers his face, but doesn't remember his name at first. Mm-hmm. Um, Toko's like, stay away. And then she like infiltrates the hospital pretending to be like a psychologist or a psychologist counselor sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but she's really, she's just like, now nah, I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> yep. Which I told you to note down. That she mm-hmm. was a sorcerer. So if you got questions about that. We'll, we'll get to it later. Um, She's like, you have Mystic Eyes Death Perception, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I don't really remember what she's all like. Like, don't don't think like you're nothingness and you want to die. You're alone now. Um, why did... Don't don't make male Shiki sacrifice. Yeah, it's basically just like Shiki just... Again, she's a hollow shrine. That's the title. Yeah. She just, she's hollow. She lost possibly both of ourselves she's empty inside. she's empty inside so it's just her trying to come to realize that but not like give up hope or something yeah or like because that. her her emptiness and her lethargicness of, well, about it is just attracting all these negative spirits that reside in the hospital i'm assuming from like people that have died and possibly mm-hmm. people that are still alive but like 
are in a coma and also mm-hmm. you know being weird so a bunch of evil spirits are entering her room all the time um until toko puts a yeah, rune just... or something mm-hmm. on it to keep them out um but then they are like uh nope we're just gonna possess this corpse and then manually break into the room and try to strangle it. I was like, I didn't think they'd do that. That's my bad. <laughs> and then they're fighting the corpse. Toko sets her on fire. <laughs> and then she says, I'm a, ma- a magus, mm-hmm. which is different than what she said before. And we'll talk about that. Um, sets him on fire. And it's like, well, that's not working because I can't completely. Like, I could burn the heart out if it was a living thing, but it's a corpse possessed by ghosts mm-hmm. and so shiki's like oh well i can kill it <laughs> so toko's like here's a knife <laughs> here's your here's your classic knife of uh what we've seen so far mm-hmm. go uh go do your thing she's another thing we get answered where she get the knife toko <laughs> she uh she's in like yep that counts as living even though it's a corpse it's a it's a moving living corpse i can kill it mm-hmm. and she does so Yep, and then Mikia is able to go visit her. She also cuts her hair real cool. Yeah, her hair is real long. She's like, I want to cut my hair, but I don't want somebody else to touch my hair. This is getting in the way. Yeah, so she, she cuts it with a knife. She then she kills it. the corpse. Yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite scene where she stabs herself to like kill the spirits inside of her. Oh yeah, she kills the corpse, and then it's like, you missed. The spirits are still alive, and they go fill her, and she's like, ha ha. You activated my trap card. Now I stab myself. You can't get out of here now. I've got you trapped. Mm -hmm. You're in here with me. You're in here with me. (laughs) No, I just thought that was a really cool scene. She's like, stabs herself. I'm like, what the fuck? She doesn't give a shit. And then you just see like the blue goo or whatever come out. You're like, oh, shit. And you know that's not, that's not um, censored blood because they're not shy about just showing blood. Yeah. Yeah, and then just the spirits go away. And she's like, that's cool. Yeah. Then Mikia is finally able to visit, and he's like, do you remember me? It's like, yeah, I remember you, Mikia. It's like, okay. So she does remember him. Um, okay, she literally has death touch. Oh, and then um, she like basically tells Toko, like, okay, hey. And Toko's like, if you come work for me, I'll teach you how to use your mystic eyes. Mm. So, like, that's how... That's why Shiki goes and works for Toko now. Yep. So that is another question answered. Now, I believe you've got questions for me. Okay. So, we'll just start with... What's the difference between a magus and a sorcerer? Okay. So, a magus uses magecraft. A sorcerer uses... Uh, sometimes it's called magic. Sometimes it's called sorcery. Okay. So, just two different magic sets i guess or so so the difference between magecraft and magic or sorcery is magecraft is just speeding up things it's stuff that can be accomplished normally so like a giant fireball would be magecraft because i could make a giant fireball with like a match and some flammable stuff but magecraft is like you know i'm just using like magic energy to make this quicker so it's stuff that can be done normally just done faster okay magic or sorceries in type moon are things that no amount of effort you could accomplish this by normal means so resurrecting the dead is a sorcery 
um, other things. Time travel, sorcery. Okay. Um, you know, these things are considered real magic and not magecraft. So would her eyes be considered magecraft or magic? Um, hmm. Possibly neither. Okay. Because <laughs> there's also psychic powers in Type Moon. Um, it's it gets complicated. There, because I think, yeah, it gets very type moon um, about it all. Let's see, magic has stuff to do with the root of magic too. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so he, here's here's what Wiki says. The Wiki says, magic can be differentiated from magecraft. And that the consequences of its use are ostensibly impossible or miraculous. A spell that creates fire, even a large blaze, is merely magecraft, since lighting a match can yield the same effect. Concepts like time manipulation, teleportation, spatial warp, warping, and quarantine, and the resurrection of the dead are miracles thought to be possible only through the application of magic. Um... Okay. Yeah. So... Magic is attained by reaching the swirl of the root, but not touching it like those who are said to have disappeared from the world upon touching it. Uh, There's people who have touched the root? Yeah. Moreover, in order to acquire magic, the, the magus must be the very first to travel through a specific path to the root. Even if the same theory and method are used to reach the root, those who came after the first magus using a certain path cannot acquire magic. So, I wanted to be noted that Toko referred to herself as a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, somebody that can use actual magic. Because that might key you into just how powerful she is on the type moon scale of things. But she's also a magus. Yes. But she's both. She wasn't lying about a sorcerer. Yes. It wasn't It wasn't just the same names for, or different names for the same thing. They are different things. But she is both. She can use magecraft. Okay. You know, most most sorcerers could use magecraft. That's where they kind of start out at. Okay. But somebody who's obtained magic is very, very rare. Gotcha. So she can obtain magic, which makes her pretty powerful. She has obtained magic, I should okay. say. Like she's she's traveled to the root. Gotcha. She was she was she was able to travel to the root as you know, like a brand new path that nobody else had. So Gotcha. Okay, so my first one I wrote down was, so Shiki is gone but not dead, but she is dead? I mean, as much as a dual personality can be dead. Okay, so for all we know, that Shiki, the he Shiki, is dead. Yeah, it's not coming back. We're not going to see male Shiki again, Is, is what... Is what they are saying there. Okay. I'm not going to say whether we see male Shiki in gotcha. the future. But what they, from what they are saying there, that is what's going this on. This is just an open-ended question. It's not going to do anything. Let's go ahead and ask it. I just wrote, so Shiki was the murderer. I can't say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was just me thinking out loud. They do They do address this later. I, I will tell you, there is an answer to that. Okay. Okay, then I wrote, she is empty and hollow, but is she is she someone new? Is this a new Shiki? That's debatable. Okay. 
Which we kind of, yeah, we already kind of talked about. Yeah. So, like, male Shiki's dead. So the other Shiki's still here, kind of. But it could be something a little. It could different. be. It could be some combination of the two, or something completely different. But, mm-hmm. but she thinks of herself as the female. I think Shiki what from made before. me think that was that at some point, I think when the spirits are trying to take her, she says, "I won't let you take Ryuji Shiki," mm-hmm. which makes me think that it there's something else in play. It could technically not. Be the shikis that we know. It could be something different. Yeah, I want you to just keep an eye on that thought. Just, okay. just pin that. Um, what's up with the doll? The doll that looks like Shiki. Yes. I think it's just a doll that looks like Shiki. Okay. That is why, like, it's kind of talked about in episode one. I want to say, is that the. Miki had met Toko because Toko is a doll maker and that was entered into some like contest or something. And for whatever reason, Miki has saw it on display okay. somewhere um, in a museum or at a contest was, or something. And that's, he's like, during that, that makes me think of Shiki. And it's, and he's like, right before the fight starts, you see him like singing, singing in the rain to that doll. And Toko says like, just keep, what is it? He says, keep talking like you usually would to Shiki or something? Well, or I don't, think, like, change anything? I think that was more just like, okay, don't treat her any different than you treated her okay. when you knew her. Um, just treat her like the Shiki but that you know. It was kind of weird that sh- they said that, and then he started I, singing the song that he sung to Shiki in the second episode to the doll. So I'm just like, is there something weird going on with the doll? I don't think there's anything weird. Okay, going on so with the I doll. should, I shouldn't, I should yeah, just don't don't read into that. Don't read much. into the doll. Okay, that was okay. That was the questions I had. Yeah. The last question was seriously, where do I find this music? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The music in this episode was fantastic. It's some real fate shit. It's great. I think you just need to look up um, the Garden Center's soundtrack okay. and see what it's classified as as what type of music. Because you just want to know like. What is this genre of music? Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know what to tell you. I know it's in Ghost in the Shell. I know it's in Katana Gattery. I know it's in this show. I know it's in other things. Um, it's almost like operatic. But not quite. Or not or operatic. It's orchestral. Yeah, but with singing. Choir. Choirus? You with a choir? I don't know what the word for that would be. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. If you know what that type of the word is, I don't know, I guess you can tweet at us. I check that occasionally. And anime underscore territory. Okay. Um, I think that's it. You got anything else to talk about? Um ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. Well, there's the after credit scene. Do you have any questions about that? I mean, no. We'll figure it out. I've got a question for you. Okay. Do you know the three people that that one guy talked to? More more specifically, he talked to the girl in the hospital from the first Mm -hmm. episode. He talked to Fujino Asagami. Mm -hmm. He talked to one other person. I didn't catch that. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Because there was like... You know, when that's 
his name was Araya Sorin. That after credit scene, he was going around talking to people. Mm-hmm. He's talking to somebody that was in an alley. Okay. With with blood on him. Okay. You don't remember it, there it, being a third person that you'd never met there. It's not the dude, is it? What dude? The like redhead. No. Okay. I didn't catch that. No. Okay. I didn't notice it. Okay. Well, anyway, that person's important. Okay. And we have seen them before. Okay. But <laughs> before we started recording, I looked something up and I'm like, is that who I think that is? And it's like, yes, it is that person. Okay. It's this person I made a note about. But that's it. Um, I mean, I don't know. You have anything else to say? No, you know. Um, good. Real good episodes. Yeah. Good We're going to continue. Next episode will either be five and six or just five. Yep. I'm thinking probably five and six because then we can do just finish it seven off. Yeah. epilogue and eight because epilogue's only like 20 minutes okay um we just so that's that's what we'll try to do we got plenty of time we got this one knocked out pretty quick yeah you're you're not working this weekend so we might get the next one knocked out pretty quick mm-hmm. and actually finally be caught up for once yeah that's why i wanted to get this one done quick it's like, let's, let's not like rush this yeah it's like we had two hours last night let's just watch them mm-hmm. um yeah there's no dips count we won't do all aboard. So yeah, I think we're good. All right. You want to give us give us our plugs there? Oh, sorry. You're hosting, bud. Yeah, you're right. Follow us on Twitter at anime underscore territory. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube under anime territory. We're the cityscape, and then that's it. All right. You are now leaving the anime territory. Goodbye.